get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky Tuesday in Broncos country, huh, boys? My <laughs> goodness. Right the right from the moment everyone woke up. I know. It was ready, man. What time, did you, show. What time did you wake up? I was up at 5.45. Oh, my Ooh. God. What time were you up, JP? Oh, I'm like a 6 o'clock guy. Okay. Walk the dog mm-hmm. before it gets hot. Hank? Today was 7. Wow. I was last place at like 8 a.m. No. 8 a.m. Wow. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. Hmm. That's nice. why I said it. You know, he's, he doesn't have kids, not a married man. No, he just true. gets to, uh, you know, live his life. Does Did being married change your wake-up time? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, i got to make sure the coffee's ready oh for my the wife. <laughs> it didn't matter take... the first 15 years of you guys being together? It, you, you just got to do a little extra special thing. Wow. Yeah. 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 Husband of the year over here. <laughs> yeah. Except I forgot my ring today. Oh, my God. Wow. I realized it right before the press conference today, and I freaked out. I was like, it, did it just fall in this massive field? But I remembered I took it off before I, I worked out. Wow. And wow. haven't Not recovered? Back. Wow. Wow. That's Have you shame. called the strip club? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There we go. There we go. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about. Uh, stoked to have James Palmer on the show again. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys stoked. might be noticing. Maybe a regular might occurrence. Be a, this might this be a thing. Ah. Might be a thing. You said might it might be, be a thing, thing, and it's slowly but surely <laughs> becoming a thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There is um, no point in beating around the palm tree here. Oh. Uh, let's get right into it. <laughs> I'm back from Montana. Yeah. Henry is That's back. It. From let's go. <laughs> nice. Um, what an unbelievable story to wake up to this morning. Um, in a million years, I don't think I ever could have predicted that. And I don't even know where to start. Zach, do you want to just start us off? Well, it's because we've never... The reason you couldn't predict is we've I've never seen a coach talk about another current coach that way. Not even, like, rival head coaches in college talk about each other like this. No. And this isn't just another coach that's still, like, alive. This is a coach that is on the schedule this year, week five. So there's kind of a few big points to this story one of them which we're talking about right now is sean payton taking an absolute shot directly at nathaniel hackett in last year's coaching staff saying it was the maybe one of the worst coaching performances (laughs) of in the history of the nfl then there's a lot more to that that's that's kind of one point okay wait really quick just as we're going through this have you ever seen anything like this james Let's ask the old guy. Not po- wow. <laughs> They're trying to make him come back. back. It's, just it's, wow. it's a day of shots, I guess. Right? Wow. Just let him fly. That's the way we're rolling. The, wow. the wise guy. It does it, like a lot of stuff is said because coaches have opinions of every other coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot is said behind closed doors. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of opinions are voiced regularly to either their staff about another staff or whatever. Like. That happens. It doesn't really happen publicly, like in print, direct quotes on the record. Like that does not happen. Yep. Uh, I'll just end the sentence there. That does not happen. Yeah. And it just did. It's 
it's really crazy because you know that everything Sean Payton does is with a purpose. It's all calculated. Mm-hmm. And so then you're just left wondering, like, why did he just wake up and feel the need to just, like, ether Nathaniel Hackett today? Uh, I have an opinion, and I think if you read the entire piece, I think you guys would probably agree with me. The opinion is, the point is, Russ, I got your back. We're going to go out and ball this year. This was not all your fault. I mean, Russ caught, like, one little bit where it was like, I think the the sentence essentially was like, Russ isn't the only one with dirt on his hands. Like, that was the only part out of all of it to where, like, Sean did admit that Russ obviously takes some some of the blame. And with that Um, sentence, he was trying to show that it wasn't all on him. Exactly. I think the point is that I got my quarterbacks back. Like, it went terribly wrong last year. And I mean, like, when you use the word terrible, just, like, think of the worst thing if you're a sports fan that could happen to your team, that more or less happened. <laughs> if we know. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. So I think that was his point. Now, you said Sean's very calculated. I think he is. I think he's very calculated in everything that he does. Everything has a purpose. Everything has a meaning of why he went and did it. doesn't mean, I guess, the avenue in which you did it went spectacularly well every time. But I think that was his point. And I think we'll get into the other parts of it. But just to continue to move the relationship forward between him and Russ, which is probably the most important thing that has to happen this season. That seems like it was the MO for this kind of article in a sense, or for what he was telling Jared, who's a really good reporter, by the way, and a buddy. And he got a great article and a great piece in USA Today. But like, I think that was the basis of this. Um, We'll go about all the other aspects of it, but I think the underlying part is that he has Russ's back. He does not think uh, Russ's toast that he just fell off a cliff after one year, um, that there's still a lot of gas in the tank, as he said in the mm-hmm. article. I think that was the whole crux of, of his point. Now, there's some other parts we'll break down, but that was the whole point. <laughs> and that is what should this story should have been about, is yeah. that's what the headline should be. For the first time since he became the head coach yeah. of the Denver Broncos, Sean Payton is endorsing Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's any coincidence that it's come after now he's got to see him in person a little bit and actually say, I think I can get something out of this guy. Because my theory all along was he's not going to attach himself to Russ because he wants to be able to say, sorry, that was broken parts when I got here. Get him out of here. Bring me in someone else. This is the first time where I think he actually believes oh, I'm going to have success with Russ. It was just that bad last year from the coaching staff that made him look so bad. I can't wait to show everyone how bad they really were. Sean Payton said it in a very interesting way in this article. He didn't say, I've had to tear Russ down this entire offseason before building him up. He said, we sent him through the car wash a hundred times this offseason, trying to cleanse last year off of him everything from on the field to off the field, from the way he operates, from the way he thinks, from who he surrounds himself with. Um, And so now is the build-up process. At the very beginning of training camp, is when he's starting to build Russ back up because he couldn't do this for the entire season and think that Russ was going to have success. He couldn't never put his support behind Russ fully and think that your starting quarterback's going to go out there and be the leader of a team and then go have a career season. No, he had to build him up. And so that's why it dropped right now, in my opinion. I agree. I I take all of this as just like a a massive positive. I, I think that Sean is excited about this team. Like if you're a coach, you don't go out and say, can I say this to you? I'm going to be pissed off if this is not a playoff team 
unless you think it's a playoff team. You yeah. don't set those standards that high unless you think that you can meet them. I take this as not, oh, Sean's angry, well, and so he's going out there and saying all this stuff. I think he's excited. What coach, I think this is energy what coming What coach up. says, eh, we don't make the playoffs. It'll but be all right. He <laughs> offered that up. He just yeah. like he went out of his way to say that mm -hmm. in the same way he went out of his way to destroy Nathaniel Hackett and, you know, um, the way that the Broncos were kind of run last year. So that's what makes it notable to me. It's not he as far as I read it. I don't think, um, you know, the question was, well, how many wins are you getting this year? I f it felt like he just offered that up. It's mm -hmm. like, uh, can I say this? Here we go. The way the article plays out, it does seem like that. Like yeah. that was the yeah. first exchange True. when they sat down. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that he's kind of dodged setting any sort of expectations up to this point. You know, he hasn't said we want to we, we want to win eight games. We want to go to the playoffs. We're looking at a Super Bowl. We're looking at the AFC West. Even when he's asked about it, and I guess it's tough in like an introductory uh, introductory press conference to say this, but he didn't. When asked about the expectations, he basically just said like, "Hey, we're going to come in here. We're going to see what we have. We're just going to get better." This is the first time he's come out and Russ said, said that at his introductory press conference. He's had yeah. multiple Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> not one. Just, not two. The LeBron book. Here's my other takeaway. Sean Payton's an asshole. Mm. Oh, wow. He just is. Uh, like, I don't even think that's debatable. He just is. Now, wouldn't you say most coaches in the NFL are? A lot of them are for sure. Nathaniel Hackett sure wasn't. He, no, he was a uh, great and guy. That, that's kind of my guy. point here. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. This is football. Like, it's 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 like that. Um, now, I, I do think it was pretty unnecessary to go directly at Nathaniel Hackett. Also, he's trying to win over a fan base. The fans loved it. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're like, "You tell him that guy sucks. Kick him while he's down." Um, <laughs> but to me, I just came away being like, "Yeah, he is not necessarily a nice guy." Yeah, that's not uh, one of the job qualifications of being an NFL head coach and succeeding. And Greg Penner was asked about that in an indirect way yesterday of, are you okay, kind of the way Sean Payton's doing things? And he said, yeah, we, we need to change things. We, we need to do things differently. I just saw it done one way. And now, as Sean said in his words today, I'm going to do the complete opposite of what they did last <laughs> year. I mean, just being straight up disrespectful uh, along with honest, but disrespectful to Nathaniel Hackett, um, which is just incredible because nathaniel hackett is on the schedule in two months i feel like you disagree it's no no bit. it's it's just ironic when you're right he wanted everything to be exact opposite and i think that's in there right yeah everything that they did we want to do the exact opposite yeah. essentially but it is funny because there is a massive similarity in in the way last mm -hmm. year and this year are and this is it if you remember the introductory press conference we heard from george payton and nathaniel hackett saying Anything Russ needs to be the best quarterback possible, we will provide for him. And we saw that, right? Yep. With mm -hmm. yeah. I know everybody makes a big deal about the office. A lot of quarterbacks have offices. They yes. do. But the staff in there, Jake keeps around, everybody there, which I remember covering his signing day. It dates me a little bit, but I covered Jake's <laughs> signing day. <laughs> Where'd he sign? Uh, it just uh, mean, BYU. It, it just um, means you're wise. And yeah, right. Exactly. New rival yeah. buffs. Yeah, exactly. So that's right. It was Essentially, Russ has car blanche to get whatever he needs to run this offense and be a great quarterback. Greg Penner told us yesterday at the pseudo barbecue uh, introductory <laughs> press conference to the start of this year that Sean Payton essentially has car blanche to do whatever he'd like to do. Yeah. Now, it's similar in that sense, and I find it kind of ironic that they both happen on the first day of consecutive seasons. 
But they're also very different because Greg Penner went, you know, much further to say, what has Sean done in his career? What have we seen him do year after year? What have we seen him do? He's run multiple training camps, I think he said. We're going to, you know, obviously have some discussions over some things and some things. He even said it, like, directly. He's going to have free reign. That's how much trust they have in Sean Payton. It's similar to the trust that the other two had in the quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting that they both happen on the same day a year apart. I do think the trust is very different from an owner to a head coach that has, you know, 16 years, I think it was, in New Orleans with massive success in a Super Bowl as opposed to a first-year head coach and a young general manager uh, in that position giving a veteran quarterback coming in to, that type to, of to be leash. Fair, to be fair, really quick, though, couldn't you draw the exact same similarities? Because what? why would you give all that trust in Russell Wilson <clears throat> last year? Well, he's won a Super Bowl. He's exactly. been well, to two Super yeah. Bowl. He's been an elite Hall of Fame track oh. quarterback for a decade. And Greg Penner is a new owner who's giving this to Sean Payton, Nathaniel that's my, Hackett. That's my yeah. point. It's, that, all, yeah. it's so ironic. Everything lines up year to year in a very similar manner. Just it's it's, but the, the difference, Zach, is like it's a head coach and it's a it's a player. Sure. Like, yeah, and that Sean the, runs. Let's be honest. He runs an organization. He yep. is not the head coach. In the <laughs> way he operates, he runs a building. He doesn't run. A football team. Well, Russ runs an offense. Right. It's mm-hmm. A little different. And the biggest difference for me is Russ had never done it. He was never that in charge in Seattle, and no. we certainly learned that the hard way that Pete Carroll was. That, that's was a really orcs. good point because yep. Sean's asking Greg Penner to allow him to do what he's always done. Yes, yep. Russ was asking the general manager and the head coach that I think it's now my time right. to run and set up the offense. I want to do these things. It's you're right. It's a great yep. point. It's there. That's where the difference lies. So mm-hmm. let let me throw something out here because Sean clearly said that Russell Wilson was given way too much, but said that wasn't Russ's fault. He said that was the parents who allowed it. Those are the exact (laughs) words that he used. He said it's not an incrimination on Russ, but an incrimination on the head coach, the GM, the president, and everyone else who watched it all happen. But remember, kind of, it, it seemed like in order to get Russ, in order to trade for Russ, Russ had to approve it, and Russ had to get the things that he wanted. We know that Russ talked to the Broncos uh, beforehand to say, these are the things I want. So were the Broncos supposed to say, no, you're not going to get any of that? And then Russ wouldn't be a Denver Bronco. Now, maybe uh, a year later, with hindsight being 2020, we'd be like, that's oh, probably a good thing. Keep your first, uh, first uh, round picks. But at that time, everyone would have said, yeah, you give a, an elite quarterback that sort of of power so i mean absolutely sean payton's right it was way too much especially for a first-year head coach but what were the broncos supposed to do truly say no yeah we would have all called them crazy though no no no. you you don't say no you get them in the building yep and then you have enough stones to say we can't get a play in yeah we gotta change how we're calling things offensively once he's in the building you've already said yes but no, 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 I'm saying, like, you got to have that conversation after the week one debacle, week two that's, situation, that's and fair. say, listen, yep. it's all right, we were going to do this. I remember I had a big sit down, if you remember everybody watching it on NFL Network. How could we feel? And Russell Wilson, the three of us, we talked for like 40 minutes about their relationship and about how all this goes down and about how they've come up with it together. And that happens in every building, right? How you build your offense. There's also the point where it is the head coach and the quarterback mm-hmm. to where the head coach or the play caller, whoever is, says, this isn't working. Yep. 
And it's my ass on the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they, that that's the difference, though? But they, they did that, but it was a week-to-week thing. It was like, this isn't working this week. Who's got an idea? I think we should try this. And that was kind of like what happened. It was right. no identity. It was a different offense every week, different people throwing in. There were a boatload of egos mm-hmm. on that side of the ball. I was told by by coaches, by players. Like, it was dysfunctional from the jump, and it continued each and every week. It never really got better. It never really found its tracks. I would think you'd find the tracks or stay on them if you've been a head coach for an extended period of time. And to me, that's not a knock at Nate. That's just more or less saying, like, he hadn't been in that situation before. Yeah. yeah. Sean's been in that. Sean can – I bet he already did it, and this is just, this. there's no fact behind this, but I guarantee during OTAs and minicamp, and that's why he comes out and says this about Russ now, he was already like, I already know we can't do this, Russ. I know we can do this. I know we can't do this. This is what we're going to do. He's already told him straight up. Like, yep. this is what you can do in my offense, and this is what we'll do. You got to stand up to the guy. Let it, you'll do – Teams will do anything to get a guy to sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once he's signed, he's there. Then yeah. you can change. It's the same thing as recruiting in college football. Exactly. Right? Like you, yeah. know, you, you can change your message to Russ after right. you signed him. Well, but that never really happened. One really good. We got to stay on the tracks ourselves, and that's how we do that. Kind love. Oh, and wow. that kind is love probably, probably would not help us stay not on the tracks. Let you stay on the tracks. Uh, but kind love. You got to check them out. One thing that definitely isn't going to keep you on the tracks are Turbo Core. Yeah. Because it is going to power you up in a big way and you can get their turbo core you can get all of their products for 25 percent off by visiting them in a cherry creek location or north denver and use that code dnvr to get 25 percent off all kind love flower pre-rolls and turbo joints you can visit them online kindlove.com for their full extensive menu and online ordering that's kind love code dnvr can also check out uh spirit hound um they've got all sorts of awesome spirits whiskey gin vodka from all across the state um they actually won the whiskey of the year in the london spirits competition in 2022 uh it's made right here in lyons colorado um and it's available in 40 states uh nationwide so if you want to go up to lyons and check out the distillery you can go do that uh you can bring in your juniper berries <laughs> and you'll get a free cocktail it's a good deal you got a juniper tree outside of your house i wish uh, that would be nice um but even if you don't want to go to lyons you can actually uh pick up some spirit hound products in 40 different states uh their whiskey vodka and gin can be purchased at stores across colorado or ordered online so don't worry you don't have to get a retriever to track a bottle down head over to spirithounds.com for availability and details on how and where to buy all right um i, I feel like there's still parts of this that we still have to unpack big time yeah oh, so yeah. let's keep it rolling i mean the the shots at nathaniel hackett the coaching staff last year we haven't really dug into exactly what he said and here's some of the things that that he said i mentioned it might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the nfl which is right it's that's not wrong none that's of this is how wrong. bad it was he said it doesn't happen often where an nfl team or organization gets embarrassed and that happened here and that was one of the reasons why nathaniel hackett they didn't wait till the end of the season to fire him from my understanding they wanted to let it play out for the whole season, but they they knew for a while that Hackett probably wasn't going to be back. But then what was the word that Greg Penner used a day after Christmas? He said it, w- it was embarrassing, and mm-hmm. that's when we knew we had to let him go. And so these aren't shocks to anyone, but as James said, you never hear these comments out in the public and, 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 and specifically quoting from Sean Payton. You know, it wouldn't be the craziest thing if Anonymous it was like... Anonymous coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or even, um, you know, a source talked to Sean Payton who said it was, uh, quote, embarrassing. But actually, him going on the record, like, you never see it. No, you don't. And But I, I will say this. 
Like, I wonder what everybody on that staff is thinking when they read this. That on the specifically on the offensive side of the ball. Let's be mm -hmm. honest. Like the defensive side is like, dude, we, I think we took care of business. Yeah. yeah. Um, so everybody <laughs> on that, every coach on that offensive side of the ball. I'm curious when they're reading this, what's going through their mind? Because my guess is, they're thinking. You you probably don't know everything that happened right. because yeah. honestly, mm -hmm. I was having this conversation. I love to name drop on here, Zach. You missed the last time. <laughs> having a big conversation with Pep Hamilton, my new coworker. Oh yeah, yeah. We hired some new people at NFL Network. Pep Hamilton joined us. Leslie Frazier joined us. Never should have let him and, go. And, and Pep, uh, Pep was Angeles. telling me, like, no. And it's it's funny because I just thought of this now. This wasn't prepared. He was more or less like, nobody knows what goes on in the conversation between a head coach and a coordinator and like the quarterback coach about yeah. the quarterback or about the offense. He's like, the quarterback doesn't even know what our conversation is in the room. So let's be entirely honest. Sean doesn't know what went on in that room. Right. The only people that know what went mm -hmm. on in that room are the people in it. So I'm speaking from their perspective. They're probably going, let's see how you do with it. Yeah. Like maybe we tried our best with what we had. Let's be honest with what they were dealing with. Like how many different receivers played? How many different <laughs> offensive linemen played? Yeah. Like yeah. I would say from their perspective, they're going, man, we tried to patch this crap together like the yeah. best we could with with everything that was that was pieced together from the start, like Zach said. Yeah. And and they right? can all find plenty of clips of Russ just not seeing wide open receivers too. Sure. So like like there's so, plenty I mean, yeah, out there where exactly. you can just see. So that's where Sean is right, where there's like dirt on everybody's hands. You think he says there's like twenty yeah, people. Twenty hands. Twenty hands. So I'm not sure. It's ten people. Ten, ten people. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's good for us. The whole offense, but not it's ten. It's, it's probably yeah, intentional. It's twenty hands. Yeah. So like I think that's probably the perspective of the previous staff going like, okay, let's see what you do this year. Well because we had to do can. blank, blank, and blank. Now that's Sean going like, watch me goes. Yeah, <laughs> do well, something this year, and that's what Bill, that, that's why the Billy Turner comments were so interesting, <laughs> because he's essentially accusing him of, oh, now you realize how bad it's gonna be, so then you go and like attack Nathaniel. Hag that didn't that part didn't add up to me. Because what was the what was the full quote? Billy Turner said, "Seems like someone started training camp and is trying to soften the blow after realizing what he's in for this season. Earmuffs, fucking bum." Hashtag oh, bounty game. Oh, yeah. Hashtag no, no childish. I typically never say it. It was, but, yeah, it was a quote, dude. You um, did great. So he called him nothing bum, childish, and then said <laughs> you're he, he realizes. He, well, I, you said we get one a show. Oh, well, that's true. That is but, true. We did yeah. say one so a wait, show. Wait. I mean, I went to a public school, so I'm not sure if I understand this, but it, he. Sean was blaming everybody who's gone for the problem. So how is he softening the blow? Ask Zach. You went to a private school. I don't. Oh, I went public. <laughs> I was public all the way. Do you? Until college. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah right. I went to a public university. Um, <laughs> so like, no, I don't understand. Like, how is he softening the blow? He's more or less saying the one guy that's yeah. still here is is fine. Unless he's saying, unless what Billy is thinking is that he's saying this is this was so bad that it's going to take me a while to rebuild it. Yeah. But he mm -hmm. literally says in the story. Play. We're gonna play. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so that does discredit what Billy Turner yeah. is saying. I don't uh, get it. Yeah. Yeah, he missed the mark on that. In Billy's defense, though, like Ryan, you're gonna defend Billy. Well, if you if you give me three and a half million dollars to do basically nothing, I will have your back the rest of my That's life. I like that. Yep. Two years in a row. Two years in a row. Um, but I just let when when I had players that were part of that offense last year, more than one. I'll just say three. When mm -hmm. I saw them at different spots or talked to them, they like couldn't wait to say. You have no idea how bad it was, yeah. how dysfunctional it was. It was almost like they wanted to get it off their chest. Like they couldn't mm -hmm. believe how dysfunctional it was. 
And so I do think Sean is right that it's on a lot of different people's hands. I think that was the issue. Like there was just no cohesive person bringing this together. Right. And everybody's just throwing their ideas up and letting their egos go. That was essentially what I was told. And that, that it was almost like players were like, you have no clue. It was maybe worse than what you guys thought, which man, five games might be nice then. (laughs) I mean, seriously, it's hard to believe it being worse than what it looked like on TV. So, James, one of the things you said, you said, I wonder what people that aren't here anymore on this staff are thinking when they read this. I wonder what people who are still in In this organization who were attached to that team last year think of this, because here's what Sean said. He said, it doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed. I mentioned that. He says, and that happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much beeping time trying to win well it said expletive so i couldn't uh, you'd have to guess um part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much beeping time trying to win the offseason the pr the pomp and circumstances marching people around and all of this stuff and then he went on and said this was the parents who allowed it that's not an incrimination on him but an incrimination on the head coach nathaniel hackett the gm George Payton, he didn't say those names specifically, but he said the GM, the president, and everyone else who watched it all happen. Some of the people that he was mentioning when saying those names are still in this building. Now, I think when he was saying president, my guess is I don't think he was talking about Damani Leach. I think he was probably talking Mm -hmm. about Joe Ellis on his way out, but I mean, it could have been Damani Leach too, but George Payton, the GM, still here. He mentioned PR staff, whether that was just in general or that PR staff, is still did he say here PR as well. staff or did he say no? It said PR pomp, I believe it said. It said PR yeah. comma pomp and circumstance. Yeah, but I think he just means the entire public. I think I think he's talking about the public display that yes. was put on in the off season. But let's be honest, like how many quarterbacks since uh, Peyton Manning to Russell Wilson? Twelve or something, something like, that? like that. We right talking up. that have started at least one game? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Throw Phil in so there. Like, What would you do if you were the Denver Broncos? An organization that used to be able to say, which was, I thought, one of the coolest stats in all of sports, we have more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons. Like, that was being able to be said, what, up until, like, 2018 or something like that? Mm -hmm. Like, a remarkable stat to be able to say. Then you have this, really, this fall after Peyton Manning retires and just this shuffling of head coaches and quarterbacks. You finally get one. In Russell Wilson. Yep. Are you just going to like sit on your hands all off season? <laughs> I'm sorry. The point of the NFL is to win games and make money. Yeah. And guess what? Every owner has these either very far apart or very close together. There are plenty of owners that are like, how much money am I making? Yeah. Uh, winning games is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like, how much money am I making? So what are you going to do? Not go out and promote your Franchise star quarterback. franchise quarterback that you have been longing for since the retirement of your last one. Like, I think that's a little bit unfair in a sense because you have to promote your organization and you have to promote your club to make money. Totally. No one was going to say, well, let's just wait and see how Russ does yeah. before we start <laughs> tweeting about it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, right, what, right. what would be the conversation in the building? Okay, they make this massive trade and huge contract extension, even before the contract extension, right? Because that happened like right before the start of yep. the season. You make the trade. And then are the meetings in the building going, well, what do you think we should do with Russ? 
I think we'll put him out maybe day two of training <laughs> camp. Yeah. Nothing in the offseason. No, we're not going to really promote him yeah. at all. Or, no introductory press. No. Okay. The marketing team's like, okay, this is pretty awesome. Like, this <laughs> is pretty great from a business standpoint yeah. of things. Was that what they were going to do? Of course like, not. No chance. No chance. Of so I think not. that's a little bit, you know, askew in a sense. And, and I don't I, think they did too much more than most NFL teams do. No. Like, most of them have off-season documentaries. You know, they have, like, their 20-minute episodes. They yeah. drop five. I know the Jets caught some strays in this, but you should go watch <laughs> my boy Seth Bradley that I used to work with in Atlanta. He runs all of their stuff. God, their, their behind-the-scenes stuff is incredible, mm-hmm. even when they were terrible. Yeah. Well, terrible. and also, the funny thing about taking the shots at the Jets is, like, they publicly pushed back on getting they hard, didn't knocks. Want hard knocks. Yeah, they were <laughs> like, we don't have a choice. We hate this. Yeah, yeah. And and I think the biggest thing isn't, it's not about the PR um, necessarily. I think no. that the, the biggest thing is. That's just something is, Sean just doesn't like yeah. in general. Of course, as and, as and we have seen, so, it's not really his thing. And, and so okay. that's why it, it's not his thing, hasn't been his thing. And that's one of the things that he says, we're doing the opposite of last mm-hmm. year. And that kind of plays into what he wants to do anyway. Yeah. Uh, and he just gets to use that in his example and say, Greg, it didn't work out last year. So we're going to do the complete opposite this year. Well, also, it's what I want to do. Yeah. Have no, and so then the owner buys. That's how he does it. things in the first place. Right. Either it's not like exactly. he's. It's not like he's trying to be something he's not. Right. Yep. This is something exactly. he's been yep. every year. It's not like he's going like ah oh, like we've seen him do these giant PR things and these giant things. Like that's not him in the first place. But the biggest thing from that to me was mentioning the GM because the GM is still here, and we talked about it all off season. Just how awkward it could be. Just like when Vic Fangio was part of the process to hire a George Payton as GM. And it's like, well, okay, he likes him for a year or a couple of months. They clearly got along. Clearly, George Payton and Sean Payton got along during the process. I'm sure they're, they're still getting along enough. George is a nice guy. Yeah. But now uh, we have this, where he is throwing him under the bus publicly for the way things went. And as much blame as was put on Nathaniel Hackett, there was a football person above Nathaniel Hackett last year that was allowing all of this stuff to happen. So all the blame that was directed Nathaniel Hackett by Sean Payton in this, mm-hmm. it's not crazy to say Sean could just take that one step further and he's looking at the guy that's in an office right next to him. I think this is just really, really bad for George Payton. Well, I I don't want to speculate. I don't know the reasons. I'd have to go back and look at how many times Mickey Loomis spoke on the first day of training camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we heard yesterday from Greg Penner, from Damani Leach, from Sean Payton, and didn't hear from the GM. Yeah, it, it, It's odd, honestly, in my opinion, for a GM not to talk on the first day of training. A lot of GMs talk like once, maybe twice a year. Some do it just maybe once at the end of the year. I'll have to go back on it, so I don't want to like, you know, yeah. jump to things. But the other part is... Well, really quick. Yeah. Zach, we literally said on the show yesterday, um, George Payton didn't talk. Not a big deal. Let's just write it down and maybe revisit this later. Yeah, yeah. We're revisiting this later. (laughs) Yeah, it's revisiting this later. So, I mean, I would read into that a little bit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. um, for sure. It's something to jot down. Yep. (laughs) Read into it later, like right now. (laughs) And the other part of it, though, is if I'm if I'm Sean, there is an easy conversation to have with this. George, you screwed up last year. We all screwed up. Let's be better. Like. Mm -hmm. That's that's that conversation can happen. Like, how many times did Howie Roseman get put in a broom closet in Philadelphia <laughs> and stay there? And now he's like the most worshipped dude in the organization. He didn't hit home runs with every swing he did. Chip Kelly came in there for a minute, right, and yep. decimated the organization. Like, you can come back. You can make better decisions. I I just think Denver is seeing 
that Sean, if people he thinks screws up, is going to call them out on underperforming. Like, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing here. I don't think it means, like, George, you're never going to make a good decision the rest of our time together. Yeah. No, I don't think it means that. I think it means you were a big part of what went wrong. How do we fix it? You could spin it that way in your conversation if you're Sean Payton talking to George Payton. For sure. Spelled differently. He's, yeah. he's got to be spinning that right now. I mean, you would think so. You, because well, he may believe that. it. It may be Spinner or maybe like, dude, mm-hmm. like, I think there's some things you do really well as a general manager in terms of evaluating talent, maybe like things like that. But like you guys all played a part in this debacle. And I think Sean, we all know is and Greg Penner said this, too. Like he, he's very precise in in his convictions. Like he he wholeheartedly stands behind what he believes. And, and I think that's what we're seeing <laughs> in this, too. And really quick, to be fair, George Payton was the first one to fall on the sword after last year. When, when they fired Nathaniel Hackett, he said, it, it comes back to me. I made yeah. this decision. I made the decision to bring a lot of these players in. So he's already admitted that. He's obviously not shocked by that. Um, mm-hmm. But now just to hear it publicly from the guy that has more power than him in the organization mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> that's the other piece of this, is that he already is taking on a lesser role. You oh, know, he's, he's sure. not... He doesn't have nearly the power that he had last year. And maybe that's what you need for it to be a good balance because... I don't know, maybe George Payton winds up being one of the best GMs in the NFL, but we know is he's good at scouting players and talent evaluation, and he should be a really, really good assistant GM. He's kind of an assistant GM to Sean Payton now, and that might actually work pretty well. All right, is there any other quotes that we need to touch on? We didn't actually hit didn't on break the... break down the iguana talk. Uh, oh, that's a big true. one. Well, we can do that, <laughs> and uh, we need to talk about this week five matchup with the Jets because I think Sean Payton set the table for an absolute must-win game <sighs> Not for the Broncos, but for Sean Payton. And let's dive into that after I tell you about Palisade Peach Beer from Breckenridge Mm. Brewery. Mm. This is the beer. When it's 99 degrees out, you turn to Palisade Peach Wheat Beer. I mean, Perfect for those campfire convos. Palisade (laughs) Peach. (laughs) Sponsor. (laughs) I wouldn't mind having one. (laughs) Uh, It's just the the best beer because it is so delicious. And Colorado, as can be. Breckenridge Brewery yep. plus Palisade Peaches. And Everyone you can, said they were picking up Palisade Peaches on the way back from your wedding. Uh, yeah, just every all around. Yeah, yep. yeah. I didn't um, know. It is, you don't know about Palisade Peaches? No, I know about them. I didn't know that they were coming from near your wedding. Oh, well, you they're, otherwise they're, I would have gotten Apparently there's just too. stands on the side of the road. Yeah. Huh. Bushels. There's actually stands already peaches popping come up in a bushel. Denver. Baskets. <laughs> Peach basket. That's how basketball started. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. check out breckbrew.com to find Palisade Peach Wheat or any Breck Brew uh, with their beer locator in top corner on breckbrew.com. And that Palisade Peach Breckenridge beer will go really well with a burrito from Illegal Pete's. Mm. Actually, I haven't had That's Illegal Pete's in a while now. Just really? had it an yeah. hour ago. Well, because oh, it used really? to be, uh, we went to like one or two Nuggets games around. And before all of them, we'd go take advantage of the deal where you get the free beer margarita with a ticket to something. So we wound up going to Legal Pete's like twice a week. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. Got to get back on it. I do need to get back on it. Yeah. And it's really that time. I mean, I guess there's one that's close to a Rockies game. That'd, that'd make it easier to justify going to a Rockies game. That is true. Maybe that's how I'll do it. Um, They've got so much good stuff. Um, You can actually get five high noons for $22. Um, So so go check that out. Go follow them (laughs) at Illegal Pete's on Instagram. They'll stay updated on all their big events and deals going down this summer. Um, Yeah, it's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. So after Nathaniel Hackett said, or I'm sorry, Sean Payton said the stuff about all the pomp that was here last year in Denver. Mm -hmm. um, And he said, none of that's here. Uh, this year he said now a quarterback having an office and a place to watch film is normal but all those things that mag get magnified when you're losing and all that other stuff the pomp all that i've never heard of it we're not doing any of that 
The Jets did that this year. You watch. Hard knocks, all of it. I can see it coming. So you pair that along with the very direct shots at Nathaniel Hackett, the Jets offensive coordinator. Holy cow. This week five game against the Jets (laughs) is going to be something else. Uh, he's the whole interview. I was thinking, man, he's putting a lot of pressure on himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. The playoffs thing, that's pressure on him. This shot at the Jets is pressure on him to win that game. I mean, it, it honestly maybe is the best I've felt about the Broncos just because I'm like, well, shit, if he's this confident, maybe I should be more <laughs> confident myself. Who else do you think he wants to be thinking that? Russ. And? The, the entire locker room. Yeah, no, like, yeah, honestly, yeah. the yeah. entire room. He's trying to change a mindset and a culture. Yeah. Like that that's his outside of you know getting Russ to play in, in his offensive system. He's trusting VJ on the other side to take <laughs> care of the defense. He's got two jobs. Like it's take care of this offense, don't finish dead last in points, uh, <laughs> score <laughs> some points, and get Russ to play to his strengths, get every player to play to their strengths. If you ask anybody who's played for Sean Payton, they'll tell you that. He never asks you to do things that you're <laughs> not good at. He just finds ways to accentuate the things that you are good at. Oh, Greg Dulcis isn't the greatest blocker in the world. Hey, guess what, Greg? We're not going to have you block. <laughs> it's going to be run right down the seam all the time <laughs> on play action. And seemed, no, it makes what, sense. Linebackers are not going to stay with you. Yeah. Like yep. that, That's what he does. The other thing he has to do is change a, a locker room that is, I'm sorry to say, like getting used to losing. Oh, yeah. Of course. Like guys that have been around for a while, like say Justin Simmons, like imagine how he feels with finally letting his guard down at the start of last season going, yeah. I'm going to let myself like have some expectations mm-hmm. here. I right. think we're, and then have the year that they had. Like you have to change that. Why do you think certain players have been added to this roster? Yeah. There's no Sean. Yeah. Like who? Marquise Callaway and what? Adam Troutman. Right. Yeah. Yep. And like these guys, I think there's seven Street is the, is the mm-hmm. offensive line coach. This all this is by design. Like even if some of those guys don't make the team, I want them in camp so these other players know the culture that I create because these guys do know my culture, right? And I want to spread that. So he's saying that like what what Ryan's saying is like, like yeah, dude, I got a, I'm putting a bullseye on my back. Yeah, I want you guys to all know I'm confident in myself. I'm really confident in all of you guys too. He needs to change that mindset in the room. This looks like one of the ways that he's trying to do that. Like we said. Sean's unbelievably smart and calculated in how yep. he does it. So that is a part of this as well, as well as the rust part we were saying. I mean, I mean, I just look at, you know, like human nature in terms of getting used to losing, you know, and I'll just use myself as an example when Loser. it comes to like watching the buffs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was, when, when they, when they went from being good to being bad, every loss left a pit in my mm-hmm. stomach mm-hmm. last season. I, I was just like, it didn't even, I didn't feel anything. I was numb to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every game mm-hmm. I, you expected to lose. And if you did, you're like, all right, well, yep, that's what we expected. Mm-hmm. Th- that's human nature. Now, I don't think, I'm sure the players try to tell themselves more before every game, we're going to win this one, we're going to win this one. But after you lose enough, you just like, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't, you doesn't leave that pit in your stomach anymore. Mm-hmm. The I can see it coming thing when talking about the Jets is pretty crazy though. Yes. Like yeah. he's basically saying like this is they the, look like the mirror the, image of the last the Broncos year's Broncos. 2. That's a pretty crazy thing to say about another yeah. team. It is. Also, he also thinks he was just on one. He was on a tangent. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he, was just going. he was doing great yeah. though. I mean, they that's did good. Good. That's good stuff. again. Bravo, Jared. <laughs> yes. Franchise veteran quarterback. 
So, and they, I'm sure they've been parading that around plenty. Nathaniel Hackett's in that organization as well. And actually, mm-hmm. Robert Sala. Rookie of the year on both sides of the ball. That probably helps too. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. definitely Might does. help. Uh, the Jets coach, Robert Sala, um, actually responded today to these comments from Sean, specifically uh, the ones about the Jets. Should we listen to it? Yeah. Yes. yes. And then I have another clip before we let James go. Oh, oh no. okay. You want to get to that one first? No, it's the, no, you, you, you okay. segued that person. Okay. Yeah, you oh, did it great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. ruined it now. Um, yeah, well, yeah, 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 kind on of the, uh, the here, so. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I am flipping um, so busy. Well, I'm not going to acknowledge Sean on that. Is he? You know, he's been in the league a while. He can say whatever the hell he wants. But, uh, but as far as you know, what we have going on here, it's, um, you okay. know, the. You guys love to tell me about it. By saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. You know, it's uh, obviously we're doing something right. If you got to talk about us when we don't play you till week four. And I'm good with it, you know, but, uh, you know, the guys in our locker room, they, they've earned everything that's coming to them. Um, um, and really excited about what's going on. I think Hackett's doing a phenomenal job here. Him, the uh, coaching staff is doing a phenomenal job, and, and we're focused on us. I get it. There's a lot of external noise. There's a lot of people who are hating on us. There's a lot of people looking for us to fail. There's a lot of crows pecking at our neck. Uh, but all you can do is spread your wings, keep flying high until those crows fall off and suffocate from the in- inability to breathe. It's a whole other analogy I'll get into later. But uh, but really, really, really excited about the group we have, the coaching that's going on. And, uh, How long is this quote? Um, but I'm going to keep our focus on seconds. us and making sure that we're prepared every single us. day to do the best we can and uh, learn from our past and grow with, grow with every, <laughs> every moment that we have. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. Obviously, we're doing something right. Wow. If you got to talk about us when you don't play us until week five. Wow. <laughs> and then he talked about, um, so we couldn't really fully hear that when it was going. I hope you guys could. But he talked about uh, um, some sort of bug hanging onto a bird as it's flying and then suffocating mm. as it falls off. So what? those are the haters. There's a lot of it's animal like, talk. I know, right? Back and <laughs> forth, right? Iguanas. Weird animals, too. Yeah. All sorts of... I think Salah handled it really well, actually. Yep. Like, yeah. I, I think he I think he handled it really well. Because also, you're, you're just saying, like, hey, another head coach just destroyed your your thought on hiring your offense coordinator. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, and so I thought he handled it, actually, very well. I just think it's super fun. Because I cover this whole league, and every week, everybody's like, so peace. Like, I yeah. love when somebody yeah. runs yeah. their mouth. Yeah. It's yeah. the greatest yep. thing in the world. He's now a Denver Bronco, but if you remember a few years ago, I had a conversation with Frank Clark before <laughs> the <laughs> AFC Championship game against the Titans, and he just went off about Derrick Henry to me. And he was just like, and you can print all that, and you can put it all out there. Dude is an average running back, can't break <laughs> no tackles, can't do what? nothing. And he went off, and it came on, like, I put, I reported it, and we put it all out on NFL.com and NFL Network, like, right before the game started. And, oh, my God, tempers were flying. And then after the game, I thought Frank went bananas because yeah. they held Derrick Henry to, like, I don't know, it was like 80 yards or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I love when people yeah, yeah. go it's out incredible. and say something. I think it's great. you got to motivate, man. That's what this – Brody is doing it. It's so different. It's Mm -hmm. so different and refreshing. And speaking of different and refreshing. (coughs) Different and refreshing. Well, we'll see. Um, Okay. So yesterday, a lot of things are different at Broncos uh, camp these days. You know, one thing, we didn't get an actual barbecue. No. Um, The (laughs) media room is now on the opposite side of the entire campus from where the podium is. It's safe. Um, No bathroom. No bathroom (laughs) in the media room. Uh, And then another thing was... um, no two-part questions mm. and yeah. so uh as we were being told no two-part True. questions no follow-ups no any of that i turned to to james and i said um 
I'll give you 20 bucks if you say you have a three-part question. <laughs> and then this happened. You, I've heard you say it a couple times, Justin, about describing Sean and... Three-part question. No, I'm just going to last one. Um, <laughs> you, I've heard you say it a couple times, Justin, about describing Sean and educational is the word you've used multiple times. You're a smart player, so I'm curious. This might be hard to answer, but how would you describe how Sean views the game? Yeah. It's like, ooh, what a cliffhanger. We don't know what Justin <laughs> Actually, Justin went on to elaborate by telling all of us how much he loves the movie 21. Do you yes. remember that? Yes. That's the answer. It's a great oh. quote. He we can like, get back to he, it Yeah, later. we can go back to it later. He was like, he was like, hey, I think of the movie 21 with like numbers. And I was like, whoa. He's <laughs> like, this, awesome. It's like this young man. He meets up yeah. with the older professor. They're doing yeah. illegal stuff. Yeah. But not like, the illegal go. stuff. Pass it oh. on down. Last year during camp. Three part question. Three part question. Last year during camp, somebody asked Justin what he thinks the best movie of all uh, time is. It real? is. Straight, yeah, from, real. Wow. straight from uh, the cashier in Vegas last week. I thought they were straight from Illegal Pete's. <laughs> <laughs> he said the best movie of all time is The Lion King because every movie steals something from Lion King. He just didn't realize that The Lion King is a Shakespeare remake. Just, it's just Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Strange Brews Hamlet, too. I love that. Yep. Yep. Too old for you guys. Yeah. James, well, you've got something yeah. special, important to do right now. Yeah, I got to go, guys. I got to talk about this on NFL Network as well. Uh, a little bit of an audience timer. decrease, but That's we'll true. turn the That's TV true. on to make sure yeah. we help your numbers. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, listen, you can two-screen it. That's true. You can uh, watch this wow. on one screen and NFL Network on two screens. Me and MJD are going to break this down, and he doesn't Ooh. pull no punches. Wow, wow. That, that is another name drop. It is. That right? is. Yeah. MJD's almost a no buff. I'll say, also, I'll leave you with this. Yesterday, as we, I, I didn't have enough name drops in this one. Ladainian um, <laughs> Tomlinson and I there were we talking go. in the commercial break yesterday, <laughs> and he was like, Yo, JP, how's Javante doing? He's one of my favorite backs. Tell him I hope he's bouncing wow. back. Oh, that's one, that's one of the greatest running backs of all time it who did things at the position that nobody else has ever done. You, need to get, uh, you haven't gotten Ryan Day in yet today. <laughs> I'll talk to Ryan in a minute. <laughs> oh, by the way, I felt the same way as you did when I was like, wow, we lost to Michigan twice. This is so weird. I haven't done it in like 15 years. So mm -hmm. I get it. Like yeah. losing one game for me is like, you know. Anyway, for you guys. Anyway, yeah. let's take it easy. Just, We're back, just, though. We're just back. remember, James, you're young, you're wise, you're beautiful. Yeah, that's great. That, that <laughs> called, I wanted to come back. Those are called affirmations. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Did I say myself from earlier? I did. Yeah, you did. Okay, um, good, good, good. I say have those one more the question to yourself every day. It'll, it'll help I, you. I do. That's how I remembered it right now. Good. Yeah. One more question about the Jets thing. Yes. Would it be more embarrassing for the Broncos to lose to the Jets? Probably that. Or more embarrassing that they lost to the Seahawks week one last year. Oh, Ooh. Seahawks. I think Seahawks. It's, well, a, it's different. Here, here's the, no, here, here's the thing. This is not a must-win game for the Broncos. This is a must-win game for Sean Payton. The thing about the Seahawks is it was more embarrassing for us because we just, like, shat on the Seahawks all offseason about how dumb they were. Remember this how, one's just Sean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very loud voice, but just one voice. Exactly. Um, remember how we drafted 30 teams last year? In our uh, oh um, in, in our draft to yeah. see who would get the most wins, so we ideally chose the thirty best teams. No, nope. remember the two who weren't chosen? Uh, the Seahawks and the Texans. Exactly. Yeah. And then the Seahawks went to the playoffs. Yeah. And the Texans got yeah. what the number two pick? Number two. Yeah. So okay. we, we actually were right about. Yeah, yeah. And who wait? Who was number one? The Bears. Yeah. That's that's wild. Gosh. That was um, a really bad draft by me. It was great, and I'll just remind you guys that I did win. Oh, we still I, haven't we haven't taken care of that. That's very true. Haven't taken wow. care of that. 
I think we do need to talk about one more thing from this because also, it's weird. Shout out Sean Payton. Gave us a whole show worth of content. And, oh, no, 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 no. And Jared Bell. Gave and us true. way more well, that's than true. a whole show with of this, content. Why couldn't you have but, said all this stuff like a month ago so I you could know, fill a week with it? Because there's, it was very Everything intentional. Is done, yeah. It was very intentional. To get the ramp up of camp to put everyone... Uh, it, it, feeling good about themselves right now. Also, there are 487 people watching and 120 likes. So, oh, the hell is up with doing? that? Hit Let's us with those thumbs up. 200 One of like meet. show would be huge. Let's get it. 200 likes. Even that. I mean, this. Uh, let Let's set our standards a little higher here, boys. Hey, one step at a time. It's training camp. We're trying to get better every day. No, 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 no. One step at a time for Sean Payton's. Like, mm. hey, we want to win. We want to get to eight games, eight wins. We want to be a nine and eight team. F that. Sean's saying we want to make the playoffs. Right, we want to be go. a playoff pod right now. Let's get to, uh, I guess we start with 200. So um, stepping stones, I guess. <laughs> All right. There um, we go. That's kind of uh, what I was going for. But <laughs> let, let me give you a shout out to Shady Rays because oh, yeah. it is effing hot out there it in Broncos is. training camp. It you is were hot. there yesterday. It was hot you yesterday. You know how hot it is. It was just as hot today, I think, Henry. Wasn't it hot? It was pretty hot. You have to have your Shady Rays out there at camp, and you need your Shady Rays. Wherever you are, especially if you're going to Broncos training camp tomorrow, first day of fans, use that code DNVR to get two pairs of sunglasses for 50% off. Two or more pairs, actually. So you're going with the fam down to training camp. You're going to the fam to the pool. Get everyone sunglasses for 50% off. Go to ShadyRays.com. They have over 250,000 five-star reviews. Check out our friends over at Shady Rays. And also, when you're online, Mm ShadyRays.com, go to the DNVR locker where we have a massive sale going on huge. right now. It is yes. huge. We've even got Justin Simmons shirt oh. on sale. And that one's evergreen, mm. which is awesome. It's um, actually blue and orange. <laughs> but it's evergreen. That <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> felt really good coming out. Is it? <laughs> it's like when you shoot a three and you just know it's going in off your fingertips. Did it go in? Yeah, it was nothing but net. Oh, good. Wow. Well, DNVR stuff is 33% <laughs> off, including the Justin Simmons Evergreen <laughs> shirt. Hats, $5 off. Hoodies, $10 off. Golden Era, $5 off. So make sure to go to DNVR. Plus, it 50% off a lot of things as well. So check it out, uh, DNVR Locker. All right. Should we get into just a weird, weird quote from Sean Payton? Oh, is it the lizard one? Iguana. Not a lizard. Oh, iguana. It's an iguana. You're, I didn't realize you were a. How, what is, remember those kids that used to be super into those? Iguanas? Well, like just lizards and snakes, snakes. and all the things that you can kind of yeah. put in the case. Reptiles? reptiles. There's the word. Yeah, it's there's definitely like you definitely had like a reptile kid at your in your school. Maybe I don't know who that would be. I guess I'm clearly <coughs> far away <coughs> from that. Reptile, reptile, reptile kid is like a close res- relative to horse girl. I'm so yes. f- I hate snakes so. Yeah, like, where are you at on snakes? Be so far away from a reptile. I person. I really don't like snakes. There aren't <laughs> many things I don't like. That's just one I can't get over. So like, I don't know why. It's one of those things I just can't relate to. Like, um, fine with snakes. Like spiders. I don't have that big of an issue with spiders, but I like they do just kind of yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Snakes. I'm pure fascination. Like the fact that they can move and do all those things as just like a line. Is so cool to nah, me. Yeah, that's what makes it messed up. Yeah. See, that's that's why you would have died if you'd lived like a thousand years ago. Because you would have got too close yeah, to him. You need like the instincts. When I was this is kid, all of our superior true. instincts that's saying, nope, don't point. mess with that. When I was yeah. a kid, I would just like, if I saw like a gardener steak, I would just go grab it. 
Man, yeah. I guess we are lucky he's here with us right we now. We are. Yeah. Because if this was a like, podcast just going this a thousand and keep years going ago, into oh, the next no, day. Oh, that is horrifying. <laughs> Anyways, Iguana Talk. Sean Payton said this to Jared Bell, and Jared Bell ended his story with this quote. When these baby iguanas are hatched, they pop their heads out of the sand, and they've got to get to the cliffs. They're runner snakes, or they're runner snakes all around, and they feed off the babies. So the message is, we've got to hit the ground running. There's a sense of urgency. Let's hit the ground running. And Sean Payton showed this video to the team. I know the video. Yeah, of course. I love the video. Yeah. No, I hate the video, (laughs) but Sean Payton made the team watch it to say, we got to hit the ground running this year. And Sean Payton's got to hit the ground running, not because he's going to get fired, because he's not going to get fired, but... We've talked about how Sean has done things differently. Those aren't iguanas, by the way. What? In that video, it's on an iguana. Oh, so you're saying Sean's a liar. No, he just... He's wrong? Just misinterpreted. Misinterpreted? You're being nice. Um, But Sean's got to hit the ground running. What, What have so many coaches not done here? Hit the ground running. And one of the things is, if he starts one and three and then loses to the Jets and is 1-4 and four going into a brutal stretch. Remember, this season starts off pretty much as good as it could have for the Broncos in terms of getting that hot start. If they don't get that, so many people are going to lose mm-hmm. faith, not entirely, but questioning a lot of things that Sean Payton's done, not just outside the building, but inside the building as well. A lot of people that he called out today <laughs> are going to be questioning. So it, he is right that the team needs to get off to a hot start, but so does he. More than anyone, really. Definitely. And I guess Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. yeah. That is true. But, I mean, that is it, – it's definitely the a very – it's a stretch filled with winnable games. At the same time, though, you've lost six in a row with the Raiders. The Commanders have some spicy pieces. You know, Terry McLaurin is a really good receiver, and people forget <laughs> about that. Spicy. Henry, we could say this about every know, team, though. But you could go through and like find a good player on every team yeah. and be like, "Well, this guy could have four sacks and derail your game plan." But like the Dolphins in there, the Bears, like. But Henry, when the schedule came out, you were the one making the case that this is best case scenario because it's like the most winnable games of the season. Definitely, definitely. But I, it's not a guarantee that they're gonna. No, it, it's do not well. a guarantee. I, Sean Payton has seen everything. He's been a head coach long enough to see. Everything, every he kind has. of team, every kind of player, everything. If he is this confident in the Broncos, I have to reevaluate my feelings on them. Yes. Because I wasn't confident at all before this morning. So then his message worked. And as James said, one of the things he wanted to do was show the locker room that confidence. Yep. And if it's working on you, Ryan, it's probably working on the locker room. I know. We, yep. Me and the locker room have a lot of things in common. Like? Should we go through them all? Elite athleticism. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Turn into a comedy wow. session. Superhuman strength. Oh, How many yeah, TVs yeah. do you have? The locker room has a lot of TVs. That's oh, true. I have Henry's three. thinking about the physical <laughs> locker room. Ryan's referring to the, <laughs> the metal No, I'm a bunch of hooks. Me and the some players. Cubbies. Me and the players in the locker room have a lot in common. Oh. Young, spry. Spry. Good jeans. Uh, yeah, wearing jeans. They wear a lot of skinny jeans. Yeah. I could not That's gonna imagine change wearing soon. skinny jeans. Because Gen Z's out on skinny jeans. Oh, no. Really? Wait. What? That's Guys me. wear skinny jeans? I think that's me. No, you're a millennial. I, I, don't, I don't know. Hank is right at the cloud office. He's 
He definitely doesn't go skew younger. I'll tell you that. That's fair. He like, that is History Channel. That is fair. You're absolutely right. The History Channel actually has a podcast called History This Week. Which is, which is, I mean, it's but a fun it little, uh, yeah, I know, oxymoron. Do you think Sean Payton's making it in there? He should. He today? should. By the way, like this is just the scope of this. I just got a text from one of Ali's family members, just saying, "Hope you guys are doing well." Sean Payton's out of line. What do you think? <laughs> Why be in line? What's the point? Um, I mean, when you're Sean Payton, there isn't one. Exactly. This is probably his last stop. He's not worried about whatever happens. And honestly. There's a little part of me that thinks he's just like putting all of his chips on the table and he's like, what's going to happen? They're going to fire me and pay yeah. me all that money. Guess what? I'm going to be embarrassed if we don't make the playoffs anyway. So why not just accept it'll be more embarrassing? To be fair, on the other side, Nathaniel Hackett last year did things differently. Very differently. Mm -hmm. He was out Some of would say line the opposite. in terms of, of what? Some would say the opposite. The op Yeah, some would say the opposite um, <laughs> in terms of the way he did things and that worked Horribly. Yep. In fact, some some would say True. it was the worst coaching job in NFL history. It's so funny that good ideas immediately sound like bad ideas if you aren't successful. And that's what Sean Payton's season is going to be. Yeah. If yeah. they don't win, there's going to be a lot of things that we look back on and say, well, yeah, I mean, we even talked about it, how that was like a questionable thing. Not questionable, but like uh, it really looks extra bad, right? These comments, if they lose to the Jets... This is going to, as fun as it is right now, and as uh, uh, motivating as it mm -hmm. is right now, if they start slow and then lose to the Jets, you know how awful that's going the to be? The wheels will be off. Yes. It's going to be off. And then uh, and Broncos the, and fans are having a hoot with this, with the, with Jets fans, and like, oh, you hired Nathaniel Hackett. What the hell? They come in and put up 37 points and beat the Broncos. Um, it's going to be coming back the other way. Yeah, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but like it, he is really setting the stakes high. It's wild, man. And guess what? The local columnists can't call for his job after every loss because we know he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he is not going anywhere. It. The things you can say when a hundred million dollars is guaranteed. I know that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> he he doesn't really have that much risk out there. Personally, no, <laughs> exactly. no, his life's good. His life's good. Uh, Miles the mascot wants you to drop a like and should we hit some comments? Some people might make the case that he's just gonna try to get fired. Just take his hundred million and go to the beach with some a bong. Some people, is wow. that you? No, not me. Did you say some beach some beach with a bong? That's what I thought you said. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Is that a reference to uh, a photo? To, uh, to him smoking out of a bomb. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's exactly what the photo depicted. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've seen the video. I was sure. Incredibly nasty snitch work by oh, whoever took that man. picture. And they knew they were being a snitch. I know. That's <sighs> so Under, like, wild. That doesn't get out of, like, the back pantle or something. Like, how, how did nobody today say, like, quote like Sean Payton hey Jared I've got interview. something to tell you like <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of people point to another substance just online people were were doing that people love pointing to substances alcohol yeah okay it's a substance yeah <laughs> yeah no <laughs> <laughs> uh, um shall we hit some super chats yeah two coming in right now Dose. first one from Colton Moore says love the dog in coach mm -hmm. Buckham and Huck Fackett Wow. I get what he means. Sean <laughs> Payton would not have been that subtle. So like That's very true. <laughs> so like I always feel really in tune with the fans and, and how they feel. And usually I feel the same. 
for some reason, I don't have that much ill will towards Nathaniel Hackett. It's because you, you drink beers with him. I was gonna say you knew him personally. I did drink yeah. beers, and that, that will that will change your opinion on him because also Nathaniel Hackett is a good person. Such a nice guy. He is a good he, person. He's, he's very nice. A good person. Some would say too good of a person. But you yeah. know what? I'm I'm proud of us because we still knew when the time came. Oh that, yeah. That it, it the move <laughs> had to be made. He can be a bad coach. A bad head coach, and still a good guy. Yeah, and yep. you do pull for those people, like totally. just human human nature. You pull for good people to do well. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know my my feeling towards him, and maybe it is just because I met him and he was really nice. Uh, it's more like, man, I feel bad that it was like that embarrassing. Yeah, like you spend your whole career for an opportunity, and it goes that bad. <laughs> like one of the four worst ever, because he got fired before the end of his first season. Yeah. So you would agree, one of the worst ever. I don't know how you could disagree. <laughs> like, it's just objective. Yeah. It's fair. Like, there's nothing you can even point to and be like, well, there was blank. They should have scored over 30 points in week one. <laughs> they should, that's true. Ugh. It's very Think true. We'd, he'd still be the coach, in my opinion, if that happened. If they, man. If they don't history, fumble twice like, on the goal line in week one. Man. Yeah. So, really quick, speaking of one of those fumbles, Melvin Gordon. Um, somehow getting more money this year than he got last year. Wild. Friend um, of the program. <laughs> the other guy, <laughs> ja, ja, the other guy, Javante Williams, um, who rarely fumbles, but just Enemy happened of to the fumble program? in that game. Yeah, probably more of that. Uh, Javante, Javante Williams, we like Javante, though. He spoke today after practice. He's practiced both practices in training camp so far. He's been cleared for contact. Another massive the miracle. hurdle. The miracle, and he admitted it today. I asked him, what did, what timeline did doctors tell you? Because were we all wrong, or uh, were you also told the same thing? He said, yeah, I was told the year to 18 months. And so he's just completely beat that as well. He is Javante the Miracle Williams. Yep, that's very true. And this Super Chat's a miracle. Coming in from Easy E 80 says, go Broncos, go Buckeyes. Alex, ah, we'll make yes. sure to tell James. We'll tell James that you said go Buckeyes. We should. Should we hop in the comment section? Yes. The count says... Numbies, my guy, RK, my dog. Your co-absence nearly killed the unkillable count. For real. Wow. Your returns happened just in time to revive me from the deepest depression. I'm going oh, to go no. on an all-night bender and then wake up and expect you to, with the Hank Sprinkle in when he returns, to pretty much be on every pod for the rest of eternity. I've been surviving on a heavy diet of Nuggets pods, which are good, but a bit too much ball, and the Buffs pods, which are freaking <laughs> awesome, oh. and the Schwami rocks, and a healthy helping of local booze. This world is a uh, K, uh It's a Vi something. What's the word? V-A-C-U-O-U-S. Vacuous. Vacuous? Yeah. I was sure you that was going to be vacuum, means? and I was going to be shocked. I okay, mean, at least I'm not way out of place. A vacuous place without my boys. Don't ever do this again. And where the shit were you, RK? Also, Zach, <laughs> did you have any ice cream in the land of Jesus? <clears throat> Love the count. I did. And it was good, but I really thought of you guys the day we returned. Because we didn't have food in the house. Did you think about us at all while you were gone? Um, <laughs> I did. Okay, good. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I did, actually. Um, maybe more than I should have. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, but the day we returned, no food in the house. So we go and get um, some uh, pizza and a salad. Okay. And uh, then across the street, ice cream. So we go and get ice cream. Oh, and you pizza know what's and ice there. cream? Oh, Elite combo. Yeah, <laughs> it, the best combo. And you know what flavor they had? Bubble gum. 
They have bubble gum. <laughs> so I had to get it, and it was just the best welcome I thought that's home. what you always get. Uh, yeah, it w- but they never have it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they never have bubble gum <laughs> no. or cotton candy. They so. never have bubble gum? They never have bubble gum wow. or cotton candy. Who wouldn't have bubble gum? And I was a little disappointed because instead of bubble gum pieces, it was just sprinkles. Oh Wait, did you think that they were going to be bubble gum, gum pieces? flavor, yeah. but no actual gum. Yeah, it was so a little disappointing. How do you... Uh, do we've you, had this conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I need to know though. So, like, do you just kind of like you save s- those pieces and chew on them while you get more ice cream? Yep, you just kind of exactly. like builds up. And then up? you swallow as the time you know as you're going. Oh, through. Okay, so you Wait, can you swallow, swallow the, the gum. gum. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Otherwise, by the end what of it, you just have a mouthful. Of gum? Gum. Well, you just kind of keep it while you, you scoop more. You spit it out like a fucking normal person. No, no, no. Oh no, we just went over the limit. Oh, oh no. no! Shoot! Wow. Yeah, that's true. That's going to be a really shitty way to die, dude. You guys know that, like, gum doesn't... That's just a myth. Just like the watermelon tree doesn't grow in your stomach. That's a myth? Yeah, you don't... You don't... You know, gum doesn't just stay in your stomach for, like, three years. I bet something bad happens, though. Have you ever seen it come out, to be sure? The only thing I see come out is corn, so to be fair, like, I don't see a corn lot of Corn is things. crazy. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no, no. I just wasn't expecting it. Also, vacuous means not showing purpose, meaning, or intelligence. Jeez, I'm happy. I'm happy we're back so yeah. we can save you. The <laughs> what a rough Me pod. before coffee. Next Nash- one's, uh, I'll get this one. Next one's from Nash Bronco. My boys. With all these players getting extensions, who should the Broncos prioritize as their next player to get a long-term contract? The obvious answer is PS2, but I want the true ball knowers to give us the inside scoop. Also, shout out to the YouTube chat. Cody, Jose, Isaiah, Linda, and the people I didn't mention. I love it. So I have a question for you guys really quick. What do you think of the Chargers giving Justin Herbert his contract extension when they still had at least two, if not four years of team control? Do it ASAP. Get that thing over with. So I, I agree with you, Hank. Yep. So just or Pat Sertan, I know you said don't go to Pat Sertan, but Pat Sertan, he's not eligible for an extension right now. After this season, though, he is eligible. Just extend him. Yeah, I mean. Lifetime contract. Make it long, yep. Like, I'm not it's risky, but with somebody like Pat, like, if you just want to give him, like, seven, eight years, yeah. then you know that it's going to be a good value, uh, so great even, value by the end. Uh, very uh. true. So even if you uh, extend him for a five-year deal, it's still going to include the last two years of the deal. So it would be a seven-year deal, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Just do um, it. I mean, the only person who made a mistake here was Justin Herbert. Because tying himself to the Chargers? Yep. Well, you know what he At did, At the end too. of his career, he'll get traded just like Matt Stafford, and maybe he'll have a chance to go do something special. He really wants to be with the Chargers because he even make sure, made sure there was a no-trade clause in there. Well, no trade clause just means he gets to choose where he goes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, true. Also, $262 million contract, $218 million guaranteed. Good for That's him. a good deal. So yeah. many TikTok views. Also, because <laughs> isn't, isn't Mahomes down to like fifth highest paid quarterback or something already? And he still has like seven, eight years left on his contract? Yeah. I think that's crazy. I think Mahomes is doing the Tom Brady and it sucks. Yep. NJ Bronco says, my boys, first off, Numbies, congrats. Thank so happy you. for you. With a life, wish you a lifetime of happiness, my guy. Mm-hmm. Don't call him on often, but listen religiously. You guys are awesome as always. I'm going to be traveling to Nashville in a few days and made me think of you guys. I remember you guys traveling out there and talking about it, a lot of the spots you really like. So I was hoping you could give me some recommendations on must-try places and things to do out there. Love you guys. Well, maybe Nash Bronco and yes. um, the others. I think we have a Nashville Bronco as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, can give you some more recommendations. My recommendation, party foul for uh, hot chicken. 
That was my favorite of all. Fowl's a play. Yes, foul. F O W L. Yeah, you can't. Hot chicken's the best. I was also going to say get hot chicken is my recommendation. Yeah, it's a good one. What is it? Broadway Street. Yeah, and then there's a there's a barbecue spot called Pig something. Pig barbecue. Maybe. Um, they had really good barbecue nachos. Nachos. Were we Fried talk- up pig pieces. Were we talking about little piggies yesterday. We were, yeah. We the, were the yeah. toes. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's rubbing little piggies in Vegas at two thirty a.m. Yep, on yep. the slot machines. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. First time I ever oh. played the slots. Fun time. We so Montana, my favorite casino game. It's like a kino game. It's a uh, monster they a, mania. They have casinos in Montana. They, well, yeah. I mean, like every gas station will have like a couple of machines in or something. Gas station. Yes. Oh no, I, we, just, we were just at like a bar and I saw it and I was like, I haven't played this since I was like 19. Illegal. Put 20 bucks in, took 40. <laughs> no, it's that's fine. You're allowed to play Kino? Yeah. Oh, I guess like the lottery. You just got to be like 18. Yeah. Yeah. They also have like the big casinos on the reservations. Sick. I know. We didn't make it to that. I think if I went to Vegas like one more time. In this short of a period, I might have come away addicted to gambling. Wow, so you left there just are worse in time. addictions. It is no. so yeah. fun. There's a lot of bad addictions, but I do. It could be I, a tough one to. I overcome. mean, there's at least a chance that works out well. Other addictions <laughs> okay, are okay, okay. terror, like you know, it's just like a long path down. They're like 100 percent bad. That one's like 98. percent My thing is just like just I, don't I, I at addicted. least understand that I'm just paying money to have fun. Right. But right, I have right. so much. I think I have more fun than the average person. Wow. I just love like just love being with the boys. Yeah, yeah. The dealer has it uh, showing ace and you're like, "Oh no, we're doomed." But then they flip it over and it's a mm. 4. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my god." And then they flip a king oh. and you're like, "We got a chance here." And then they flip another queen or something and you win and like the whole table's losing their mind. It's <sighs> the best. Oh, it I sounds love craps. so nice. Craps yep. is the best. Speaking craps of- is really fun. It's just really fast. You either gonna win fast or lose fast. I love it, man. I thought blackjack, you lost money quick. Craps is faster. There's more be. stakes okay. if you want to play it right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two more questions. Frazier 008 says, guys, it's been a while, and I've been catching up on the pods. I got two things I wanted to bring up. First, in the America draft, how did no one pick bald <laughs> eagles? Ooh, I've really seen a few of one. those recently. They're ah. big birds. Yeah, big old birds. Big boy. Big boy. boy. I just read Sean Payton's comments on the last regime. What did you guys think? Personally, I loved it. It felt like for the first time he was actually sticking up for Russ and took a shot at Hackett and the Jets. Thanks, guys. You'll love our pod. You will love our pod. And last comment from our Vataluk says, Zach, the Arvataluk household, of course, also offers congratulations on your nuptials. You and your bride look fantastic. Thank you so much, Arvataluk. Really appreciate it. To summarize some previous comments, I'm a proponent of giving people the ability to grow and amend and make amends for wrongs and mistakes. I'm also a proponent of punishment being proportionate to the harm caused. So... I'm a little weirded out by someone making a reckless mistake that caused maybe harm to brands to have the same punishment as hypothetically an unapologetic individual who had 20 plus allegations of assault made against them. Maybe if any had the money to quote settle with the NFL, we wouldn't have this debacle. I personally think these are just, these are different conversations. I think that the NFL does need to make punishments for uh, um, violent acts a lot more worse mm-hmm. um, yep. and i think we've seen that i mean those have been compared to so many other things that players get suspended longer for um like using peds should that be banned should you get in trouble for using peds absolutely mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't get in as much trouble 
as having assaults on women, on children, on just other people. So I completely agree with you. I don't think that necessarily means that, I'm not talking about any, but gambling suspension should be taken lighter. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I just think the NFL has to come down, especially, especially gambling on NFL games. Yeah. I think that is your where they team. can't cross the line. Yeah. Betting on NFL games, like that just, that puts the actual NFL at risk. Like as soon as people think these these could be rigged or players aren't trying their hardest, that's what Wait, starts some like people think that already. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, he does his Point thing. At Ryan. But that's the thing though, is as soon as people don't think that it's all just like a fair competition, they stop watching. Like nobody's yeah. watching that. And that's what creates the slide where the NFL just dies. That's that's self preservation. <clears throat> yeah. Like that's coming at them. And it is true. It's not a lessen the punishment for this act. It's uh heavy Waiting the what's the word I'm looking for? I think heavy waiting was increase the, the punishment. <laughs> I like heavy waiting. <laughs> heavy waiting. <laughs> the the other, the other increase uh, the punishment for these other like yeah. much worse acts with real victims. Yes. Like you should, yes. if you bet on NFL games, you should not be able to play in the NFL the next season and arguably ever again. And if you look at the other things that people have done and say, wait, we're we're punishing people less for doing other things. Maybe that is a time to look in the mirror and say, maybe those punishments need to be longer. Because obviously you can't let a guy who's betting on NFL games play the, in the season after. The other thing that we didn't even talk about is that these guys, I don't know if they're smart enough to figure this out, all of them. The, the betting companies have a vested interest in ratting them out to the teams because they're betting with inside information against the betting yeah. companies. <laughs> all right. Yep. A hundred percent. So, like, the betting companies are pissed when they find out, and they're yeah. like, this guy deserves to be punished. Especially, mm -hmm. don't NFL players have a lot of money? Yes. So, their bets, they could be $5. No, they're larger than ours. <laughs> yes. Probably not paying $5. Exactly. So, they are actually taking real money from these betting companies. And they just think that, like, man, these, these companies and places like Las Vegas were not built by a bunch of dumb people. <laughs> yep. I, I will say, right. though, that... The other suspensions, so for the ones that don't include betting on NFL games, yeah. the six-game suspensions, yep. if I were in charge, I would change those rules. And see, I can get behind that. Yeah. I like can get the, behind the fact that you can't that bet on like a UFC fight at your team hotel, I, I get how they just don't want players to be betting. But I, if you can do it other places, why is a team <coughs> hotel I think they that think it's like worse? a gateway drug. Exactly. Which I also don't think that's how we should handle things. So I'm not sure exactly what like I adults? do. I would in treat so them like imagine, in so many other ways. You treat them like adults. That'd be right? where I'd start. Adults. Also, like imagine what you have to like walk out of the hotel and take a like just walk a block down the street right. and then you can place a bet. Yeah. Exactly. How silly is that? To avoid a six exactly. game suspension, we're not talking about a one game suspension. We're talking about thirty year paycheck. That's yeah. the thing. And so I would change that. And I don't know exactly how I change it. That part's wrong. In terms of betting on NFL games, if they just wanted to say nope, you can never play again, that'd be cool with me. So I'm not necessarily pushing for that, but I would get it. Specifically with any. Sean Payton said when the article dropped, so this happened on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday. The article dropped on Tuesday. We talked to Sean, um, and he said he had not yet talked to any, but he wanted mm -hmm. to talk to him by the end of the day. Yep. That's fine. I'm not reading anything into that yet because it was less than 24 hours after the suspension happened. That is your head coach. Mm -hmm. We talked to DJ Jones today, and... Uh, DJ is a defensive lineman. Mm -hmm. DJ is in a room, was in a room every single day with any last year. 
I found it very interesting that yeah. 72 hours after this news, he hasn't talked to any yet. And to me, I just thought, huh, uh, I'm just going to put this in the back of my pocket. And the more we learn, this is just maybe something I'm going to have here. Does that, what, what's wrong with my back of my pocket? Well, if you put it in the back of your pocket, I mean, my pocket, I can't pick a spot. It is just there goes a in the pocket. Front and back of each pocket? I in have your... a front pocket and back pocket. Yeah. So put you it read, in your you back pocket. You want to put it in your back pocket, not, not in the back, back of, of your... the... my pocket. <laughs> in the back of your pocket. I see what you, sometimes yeah. my, my... We were going to let it go, but you saw our smirks. And well, you yeah, I, yeah. Kind of... I see your Sorry. smirk. I hear Hank's smirk. It's like I have to stop and, and figure this out. I thought I kept that one quiet. Okay, I'm going to write this down in a notebook. Does that one go right? Uh-huh. Put it in your back. Back pocket. Um, put it in my back pocket. There we go. Maybe in the back We're of your back pocket. Now. That's true. That deep in See my pocket. See if you can get it to touch both the, sides yeah. of the pocket. Yeah. It's tough to make it stay I'll put in it my in part. my bum. How about that? In okay. your bum. Right between the cheeks. Okay. Well, there's better? the other option. Pretty specific. Very Today clear. we were talking to the long snapper of CU, and I was wow. like, man, do you get excited when Big you walk time. into the building and you see that sign that says how many days till game day? Um, and he's from Texas, and I'm just guessing this is a Texas saying he was just like i can get it i kind of get anxious kind of makes my butt hot <laughs> oh boy that you gotta start to, snapping stuff through it that has to be that has to be a saying some sort of southern <laughs> saying but anyways back to a very maybe sad thing yeah sorry. um is that because it, it and the, these are just i'm totally guessing here throwing these out here some hypothesis um dj's been very busy with the start of training camp that could absolutely no. be true um no it can't, no, it can't. you, you can no. never be too busy to text someone it's very fair. Um, listen up, ladies. Uh, <laughs> um, another one, is he just very pissed at any for hurting the team um, and for breaking the rules? Or does he uh, was he never close with <clears throat> any? And it kind of shows maybe where any was. My theory okay. is in between two things that you said. Um, I think that maybe someone somewhere along the way told him this was a bad idea. Mm. And mm -hmm. maybe he didn't listen. And so then when the, the hammer gets dropped on you, it's yeah. like, I don't have anything to say to you. You know what, what you did, and I know what you did, and I, and we all knew it was wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Well, and I was talking to DJ last season, and I asked him, it was, it was early on, I just asked him, like, did you... You know, you, you got a big contract. Does, do you feel like there's a, kind of a requirement for you to become kind of a, a leader for this team when you get a big contract like that? They bring you in to be one of the guys. He basically said no. Like, my job is to come in here and play some football, and I, I wonder hmm. if that kind of – that's been just in like my mind. a siloed type of guy. Yeah. And that's yeah. why, like, I don't – he is, like, an awesome guy. Like, he's a great guy, and I think he's great for the locker room. Ooh, we should but put that his just barbecue come to sauce yeah. up against Shador's <laughs> barbecue <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Yeah, but that does kind of come to mind. Yeah. So, like, you would think that that would be a thing that you would do. That's why I asked him. I also I assumed oh, was, you asked him, yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, that could then. be, like, yeah. an easy little... But he just said, no, I haven't talked to him. That is... It's like, oh. It's definitely weird, no matter what... No matter how you process it, it's weird. Yeah. 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 It's either it's like he you didn't like him, they just didn't ever had a relationship, which is not their good for people. Were, they were yeah. three lockers apart. Yep. Two lockers apart. And in the uh, same meeting room all the time. He just didn't like it. And, you know, it could have just been like, you let down the team and I'm <laughs> yeah. done with you. Because yeah. he, he changed lockers during the season. Um, and it's right next to any. And I think there's another deep. Oh, Draymond's over there, too. Draymond or was over there in that corner. And so I like asked him, we changed lockers. I was like, yes, yeah, so did you do it? Just to, like go over close to the defensive line. He's like. 
no, nah, bathroom just stinks. Like I couldn't stay over there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be next to the bathroom. I was like, oh, that explains it too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. We no. got another super There's chat. There's so many bathrooms in the facility. Like go to the one outside of the bathroom. No, the they room. all go to the one right they next to, to DJ's one. locker. Who yeah. was on the other side of that? Oh, it was Billy Turner too. My there was those two on the edges, I think. Man. My sophomore year of college, I lived in essentially like a basement that was made into an apartment. And yeah. the bathroom was right next to the living room. Like, it was just basically in the living room. Mm -hmm. And one of my roommates <laughs> would take a shit in there and then walk out and just leave the door open. Oh. And it was just like, dude, what is wrong with you? Wants to leave his mark, man. Wants to I would literally dogs. be like, hey, come back here and close this door, you <laughs> sicko. That's crazy. That's unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Something that's acceptable. Andre F. Super Chat says, Peyton wanted for Numbies return to drop bangers. I appreciate it, Sean. If that if that's what you're waiting for, I really appreciate it. Technically, you waited for Hank's return. It's Yeah, that's true. Yes. Um, I just want to make a note. Jarrett Bell, who has taken over Broncos country, the mm -hmm. headlines, the past two days. He's staying in town again tonight. I believe he's going to be a Broncos three for practice. Three? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> set your alarms. Be on the lookout. <coughs> wow. You were there till the very end yesterday. Was Jarrett in all of the uh, press conferences? He was. So I'm of the belief that there's like a, like he just went up to Sean's office afterwards for this interview. That, uh, that's what he wrote, I think. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe that's how that got in my head. He said that's he probably started it, it by Sean <laughs> throwing papers on the desk, his desk and saying like, you ready for this or something like, like that? Can I, can I say something? Yeah. Like, yeah, go for it. What if Jared's like, no, I'm gonna man, be pissed. It's like, actually, I, <laughs> I don't I actually want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I mean, that's that's when he said, I'm gonna be pissed if we don't make the playoffs. Yep, yeah, if this team doesn't make the playoffs. Major shout so, out. I was gonna be pissed if we didn't hit 200 likes. You guys came through yes. over Ooh. 200 on the live show. Let's just let's stack days. Let's stack days. Great starting point. Really appreciate you guys. Also, yes. I feel like I slandered DJ Jones. DJ Jones does not deserve the slander. Just want to throw that out. What there. did you slam him about? Well, just like, like oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like William's saying he's not a leader and like the fact that he hasn't texted. Oh, there's, there's some, any, not like, everyone, yeah. There's some exactly. people that just aren't leaders, don't want to be leaders. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. DJ yeah. is an awesome guy. You do have to have guys on your team that are leaders, but not everyone um, is going to be one. Is going to be one. Not even everyone in the NFL locker room likes football. Just look at, look at Pat Sertan. <laughs> he. Uh, I'm not saying he's not a leader. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be a rah rah vocal guy, mm -mm. and that's no. okay. That's okay. Exactly. Yeah. He clamps down. That's all. I'm surprised he has to there do. wasn't yeah. like a group text or something. It's like, oh, any sorry. Maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe. And he's and he's also just like the nicest guy though. I I agree. This is a mystery. Mm. We'll have to crack the case during camp. Someone asked Jared Bell. He seems to get to the bottom of everything. <laughs> Jared, go figure out what's going on Was, here. Does anyone know? Is he like Sean's guy in New Orleans, too? I asked him, and uh, I asked Jared, and he Let's said... Look at, I said, look at you doing the journalism. <laughs> I said, do you go back yeah. to New Orleans with him? Like, the beginning of New Orleans, he said, further. But he wouldn't tell oh, me... Oh, what a flex. He, he wouldn't tell me how far. Yeah, so this isn't uh. years he's known him. And also, just... This is more of a thing for you guys, but you guys don't give a shit. True. Um, but I guess fans can learn from this. This is how the Sean Payton era is going to be. Oh, There's yeah. not going to be uh, 
massive Kliss bombs anymore. There's not going to be... He literally did that interview with Jared Bell minutes after telling the local media, I don't want to rehash the past. Yeah, yeah. And then (laughs) let's go rehash the past. Um, This is going to be from uh, national people that are dropping things like this. And then he's not going to talk to the local media that day. Sean Payton did not talk to us today, which is (laughs) wild in training camp and very intentional. Also, we're not going to forget by tomorrow. But tomorrow he's going to say, that's old news. I've already talked about it. Next question. (laughs) Yep. That was two days ago. And here's the other thing is he will not like redo a quote for you. So you can say like, you got it yourself. (laughs) Um, Because he was asked to like touch on the gambling thing again. And he was like, I already talked about that yesterday. Yep. So you he's not going to do the like, oh, yeah, okay. Credit to Jerifel. Yeah. He should Doesn't talk, bother us. He should talk to Jimmy Palm Trees. He should. Yeah. He absolutely should. Well, Jimmy's talking to someone else right now. Just too important for even Sean. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Five minutes. Go tune in to uh, <laughs> NFL Network for James's hit and then tweet at him about how great it was. Uh, I love uh, it. Yes. I wish there was a live chat on NFL Network. I know. Just be like, oh, Jay, like, this is awesome. That's what I love about this. It love is. It, it is. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Tweet right. nice things about James. Go watch James. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Flying cotton